Lots of channels, nothing to watch, especially if you're searching for the truth. It's time to interrupt your regularly scheduled programs with something actually worth watching. Salem News Channel, straightforward, unfiltered, with in-depth insight and analysis from the greatest collection of conservative minds like Hugh Hewitt, Mike Gallagher, Sebastian Gorka, and more. Find truth. Watch 24-7 on SNC.TV and on Local Now, Channel 525. Happy, happy, happy 20th anniversary. AM 1280, The Patriot. WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul. FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. Across the country, the offices of members of Congress have become makeshift crisis centers amid the evacuations from Afghanistan. Phone calls are flooding lawmakers' offices, requesting help in getting people onto one of the last flights coming out of Kabul airport before Tuesday, August 31st. That's President Biden's deadline for pulling out all U.S. military forces from Afghanistan. The request run into the hundreds and sometimes the thousands for each lawmaker. That is correspondent Ken Lorman reporting. Arab heads of state and senior officials meeting at a conference hosted by Iraq, meeting aims at easing Middle East tensions and emphasizing the Arab country's new role among those participants, Iran, Saudi Arabia, and Egypt. This is SRN News. It's been two years since our last in-person event, and there really wasn't much of anything going on last year. So this gathering of Patriots will be especially meaningful. Join us on October 6th for the Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala, featuring a VIP dinner and candid conversation with Charlie Kirk and Dennis Prager. Seating is limited, so reserve your spot now at am1280thepatriot.com. Our 20th Anniversary Gala is supported by Pro-Life Across America. AM 1280, The Patriot. Today, high of 85 and could get some rain. And tomorrow, sunny and a high of 78. Our August Regnery Book of the Month is howled out. A warning about America's next generation. You can win an autographed copy of this book by signing up now at Freedom Fan Club at am1280thepatriot.com. Regnery Publishing is a division of Salem Media Group. Portions of this program may have been pre recorded. This is the Northern Alliance Radio Network, the longest running conservative talk show in the Twin Cities. It's great to be back in Minnesota today. Political analysis of the good, the bad, and the outright crazy. Now, here's your headline act, Mitch Bird. Welcome back, Twin Cities and World. It's the wind beneath the right wing. The shining spot of red in the sea of dingy, dismal, and dare I add, hopeless, depressing institutional blue. Yeah, we're the Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280 The Patriot. And as our namesake comes back into the news, let me just say that as this country seems to slide into the deepest malaise I've seen since I was a teenager, we're here. And when the counterattack starts, uh, we'll be there. And I hope to hope you can all join us there because, boy, that's what's going to be needed over this next, what, 14 months, 15 months, really 14 months and change till the midterm elections and uh, three years. Hard to believe, hard to believe it's not even been a year since the last election. And, and I say hard to believe because I, and those of you of a certain age and that certain age would be roughly equivalent to mine. Uh, we'll remember what life was like in the 1970s in the United States. And and for those of you ha- who aren't of that age, which includes most of the people at this station, uh, which is kind of bizarre to, to, to point out, I urge you to watch the movie Miracle starring Kurt Russell. It's about the 1980 U- U.S. Olympic hockey team. And I made my kids watch it, partly just so they could see a great movie, but because it is a great movie. I'm not even a huge hockey fan, and I love that movie because I'm a huge fan of the United States. And I made the kids watch that movie because the first three minutes is a montage of headlines about life in the United States starting in about, I don't know, 1968, 1969, kind of about the point 
when all of the hope and the promise of the 1960s, the whole we're going to the moon, the whole summer of love, the whole the whole Beatles vibe started to collapse. And it's just it was a snowball that just kept rolling through the 1970s. First, you had the Vietnam War and badly for the United States. Then you had Watergate, where the president resigned in disgrace, taking almost taking the Republican Party down with him. And in fact, in some parts of the country, taking him down for, well, we thought it was going to be a generation. Uh, when I say we, I mean, I was just a kid. I was in elementary school during all of this. Uh, and then the fall of Saigon right after that, one of the most humiliating, I thought, perhaps uh, the most humiliating thing I would ever see in my life. Uh, a mad scramble of people trying to get onto helicopters and fly out of the doomed city out to American carriers, which is the only thing they could really do is take incoming flights. They couldn't fight back. They couldn't do much of anything. And and watching as, as Southeast Asia descended into tyranny and literally genocide, the real thing. Ask your parents, kids. Uh, watching as as the wheels came off a good chunk of the world. And it didn't stop there. The The Soviet Union... Uh, rose uh, communism in general chinese and and russian uh rose to its high water mark a time when most of the people who 15 years later were saying hey, everyone predicted the berlin wall was going to fall uh, were predicting that communism was going to be with us forever that the second world if you will the the communist world was a viable alternative to the first world the free world and that we were just going to have to deal with it Oh, it didn't end there. <laughs> then came then came stagflation, a combination of economic stagnation, high unemployment, and inflation, something economists said was impossible up to that point. And then uh, came the, the uh, around that same time, right in there came the, the Arab oil embargo when supplies of imported fuel from the Middle East were cut off, uh, sending uh, a price shock and gas shortages throughout the United States economy. And then came the fall of the Iranian embassy, the United States embassy in Iran, something I remember quite clearly, uh, at least hearing about, because I was fairly new at my first radio job, 15, maybe going on 16 years old at the time, working a Sunday morning, filling in for a friend of mine and seeing the reports crossing the AP wire and, and going over the, the network newscast at the top of every hour that the United States Embassy had been seized by a bunch of <clears throat> student radicals, which led to a 444-day endless orgy of national humiliation that just never get, kept getting worse and worse. I mean, not only was there literally nothing we could do about it, about the fact that they were holding... 53 Americans hostage and thumbing their noses at us. But when we tried to do something about it, when the military, the pride of the United States, the, the, the nascent Delta Force, our first ever attempt at a, at a counter-terrorist force, tried to go get the hostages back, it failed. It literally blew up as spectacularly as, as something could possibly blow up, literally and figuratively. And all of this, it's taken me longer to explain it than it would take you and your kids and your grandkids, perhaps, to watch it. But this was the context that led up to the 1980 Olympic hockey game. And I was thinking before the show, the 70s, as I understand them, really started with the Altamont Music Festival, where the whole peace, love and brotherhood ideal of the 60s collapsed in a riot and went through all of these events leading up to 1980. So it took, and really the the, 80, the 70s didn't end until really the end of the 1982 recession, if you really want to get technical about it. But the, the 70s really started in, in 19, late 68, early 69, went until the end of 1980, just to be conservative at the very, very least, early 1981, into 82. It took 13 years, 12 or 13 years for the 1980s to happen. A period that was summed up by a speech by Jimmy Carter, President Carter at the time, that I remember hearing at age 14 on the radio. Yeah, I dated myself. So what? We got a nation to save, as, as our friend Larry Elder says, and let's do it. The I remember listening to this speech and thinking... and. I, this was at a time when I was young and stupid and identified as a Democrat because I was growing up in a Democrat family. 
My mom and dad both were and are Democrats. And I remember listening to this speech all full of Democratic, ill-informed, badly read, young, juvenile, hormone-driven, adolescent, vim and vigor for the Democratic Party. Listening to this speech, all impressed with what a, a fine human being our new president seemed to be. He's a farmer, just like all my neighbors. How bad could he be? And I remember listening to this speech and thinking, wait, what you just said is that you got yours, but this nation's going to have to tighten up its belt, and I'm not going to get mine. I'm not going to get as good of a country as you inherited yourself. And I'm not going to say that was the event that started me down the road from being a Democrat to being a conservative eight years later, but it was right up there. There were a lot of them. We've talked about them on this show before. But that was a big one. It's it's a speech, by the way, that's been very, very ha- widely hailed as the malaise speech. And, of course, my, my pencil-neck, egghead Democrat friends are, hey, he never actually said malaise during the speech. And I want to take and slap their faces a couple times, but that would be assault. That would be assault. And I, I, I can't go out like that. But I, in, in my mind, I'm slapping their faces because his press secretary, after the speech, in clarifying the remarks, called it a speech about national malaise. Anyway, it took us over a decade to create the decade we remember as the 1970s. And I was thinking as I was driving around the Iron Range last week. A, I was thinking, boy, what a lousy week I take to be out on assignment. Last week was one of those weeks I wish I was on the air, but that's fine. Uh, Vacations need to happen sometimes. The other thing I was thinking, and this has just come back over and over again this past week, as history has seemed to not just repeat itself, but repeat itself in a form that has been edited down Because the first 1970s took 10, 12, 13 years to really happen. From the Altamont Music Festival to the the Olympic hockey, uh, to the 1980 Lake Placid Olympic uh, third place game. And really on into the first part of the Reagan administration. 10 to 13 years. And we have had, in the last 18 months... The MTV version of the 70s. All of it's back. And none of it in a good way. I mean, the only thing that could make this recreation of the 70s worse is burnt orange decor, shag carpeting, and bell bottoms. We've got the stagflation. I mean, the unemployment rate is higher than it should be, and yet we're pouring money into the economy, basically throwing, I mean, printing money to to give people money over a third of the dollars ever printed in the history of this country have been printed in the last year and a half this is not sustainable it wasn't in the 70s it's certainly not now we've got stagflation we've got a super a second superpower that bears us no goodwill and is on the ascendant at our expense with our humiliation firmly in hand, because just as the Soviet Union prospered mightily from the fall of South Vietnam and their proxy victory there, the the Chicoms are prospering politically and probably financially in exactly the same way as they watch us leave Afghanistan with our tails between our legs. We got stagflation. We got national humiliation. We got a president. Well, this is the part that's even worse. I mean, the the other singular national event of my lifetime, other than the fall of Vietnam, at least in terms of this nation's presence on the world stage, was 9-11. And I want to come back to that because I've seen people trying to draw that parallel in recent days here. And I'm going to say then in a lot of ways, this last week and a half has been worse than 9-11. I'll come back to that in a moment here. But everything that was bad about the 1970s, except shag carpeting, is back. Everything about the 70s that made the 70s such a wretched time 
except perhaps burnt orange couches, uh, is, is back. We don't even have the Partridge family and SWAT to decompress with. Although, Fantasy Island is back, so I guess we'll always have that. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Oh, we're not done. By the way, uh, Rock'em Sock'em line of guests coming up here on the show. Don't go anywhere. More on that when we come back. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. Sightseeing in Paris, at the mall in Bloomington, or on horseback in Dallas. We're where you are. Listen to AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free odyssey app two decades of intelligent talk two special guests one night only reserve your seats now for the patriot 20th anniversary gala at am 1280 the supported by pro-life across america Meet Tim. Hey, what's up? He's the person you hired for your digital marketing strategy. And when he's done battling aliens on his PS5 in his parents' basement, I'm sure he'll get right to work. Now, meet the team at Salem Surround. What's Hi Over 200 digital media strategists with all the current digital tools, resources, and training bringing your business the real results you need. These are the people who are passionate about your marketing success and will work 24-7 to deliver customers to you and your business. So, Tim. Yes, level 12. I'm going to be here all night. Or the team at Salem Surround. Why trust your digital marketing to one person when you can hire a whole team? nationwide exposure, experience, and expertise. Let our team of experts focus on your digital marketing strategy so you can focus on your business. It's an easy decision. To learn more about Salem Surround, call 651-289-4418. 651-289-4418. Are you the principal or leader of a Christian or Catholic school? Would you like to fill the empty seats in your classrooms for no cash out of pocket? TwinCitiesTuitions.com would like to team up with you on our tuition program for first-year students. You'll be part of a marketing campaign to raise awareness about your school and gain new students for next year and beyond, again at no cash investment for your school. Get details by logging on to TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Arby's Computer Service. You and your business are online today more than ever. Most people are working from home and meeting via Internet, and that means IT structures are overtaxed and Wi-Fi is humming. An outage in one of your critical systems now could be a fatal blow to your operation. Arby's Computer Service is ready and able to help. Their staff is standing by and prepared to offer assistance. If your business IT system experiences a failure, give Arby's a call. Their professional team of certified computer and networking specialists is experienced in diagnosing and solving a wide range of issues. With Arby's Computer Service on the job, you'll never have to worry about dealing with IT-related issues on your own, whether it's for your personal system or business. Arby's Computer Service knows that Internet traffic is surging, and they're available now to help. You'll always get competitive pricing, trustworthy advice, and excellent customer service from Randy and his team at Arby's Computer Service. Giving your computer problems the boots. Arby's Computer Service. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the number to call. You can also join me via the hashtag NarnShow, that's N-A-R-N Show on Twitter, or Gab, or MeWe, or Parler. I mean, all of the social media that matter, including the ones that are not owned and run by and for the benefit of communists, uh, we're there, all of them. And yeah, people, I've got friends who are leaving Twitter and Facebook. And it's been tempting at times just to not give them the satisfaction of carrying our social media. But on the other hand, it's like you don't fight the battlefield. I mean, pulling out of Twitter and Facebook is a little bit like invading the beach at Neptune and Asbury Park, New Jersey, instead of Omaha and Juneau and Sword and Gold and Utah beaches. I was working my way around to remember the other American beach. At any rate, fighting the battle on home turf is not fighting the battle. It's giving the battlefield over to the other guys. So we are there. Hey, speaking of fighting the battle, we are celebrating 20 years on the air by bringing together two of the best voices in talk radio anywhere. Passionate young activist and founder of Turning Point USA, Charlie Kirk, and 
veteran broadcaster and the brilliant mind behind PragerU, Dennis Prager. This is going to be lit. Join us for an evening of candid conversation and a VIP dinner on October 6th at the Best Western Premiere in Burnsville. Tickets are also include a photo op with all with all with the, the hosts and the guests and everyone. Anyway, go to am12athepatriot.com to reserve your seats for the Patriot 20th anniversary gala with Charlie Kirk and Dennis Prager. Seating is limited. <laughs> How limited? It's been ex- uh, we haven't done this in like two years now, so this is a special special gathering. Tickets are going so fast. I mean, you've heard the old saying they're flying out the door. This is almost literally the case. The Narn table is sold out. It sold out faster than a Springsteen concert in New Jersey. That's how fast it sold out. The Dennis Prager table, I don't know. Uh, the the uh, the 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 Charlie Kirk table, not sure. But the Narn table was right out the door. We've got uh, just a very limited number, actually, still, uh, with six weeks to go, five and a half weeks to go. We're down to just a few, uh, I think, a couple dozen general admission tickets left. So move fast. This is our 20th anniversary gala supported by Pro-Life Across America. Uh, Hope to see you there. These things, these events with a few hundred of our closest friends, always my favorite thing about doing this show. Anyway, we're talking about that 70s show. Only not in a good, funny way. This is this is not uh, this is not Ashton Kutcher and Topher Grace and who's the other girl? The the anyway the 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 the, the spoof the parody of nineteen seventies life. No, this is the bad side, the dark side of nineteen seventies life, and it's not a joke. <laughs> and it's only taken eight months to get there. <sighs> By the way, next hour we'll be talking with Michael Yone. Uh, the the dean of war correspondence anywhere of this generation. If if people are shooting at people, Michael Yeun is there. And if we had a media full of people as good as Michael Yeun covering this sort of thing, or everything, if we had a media full of journalists of the stature and integrity of Michael Yeun, our democracy would be safe, period. We'll have him. We are blessed to have him coming up at the top of the hour, two o'clock. So stick around for that. Also, the folks from uh, Speaking Proudly will be joining us uh, in a bit with some big news. This will be fun. Anyway, over this past couple days, really ever since the start of this debacle in Afghanistan, there's been an undercurrent on social media, people saying the implosion in Afghanistan, which I was going to say culminated in uh, the suicide bombing on Thursday, but that's praying that it really culminates there because it gets so much worse. Uh, killing well over 100 people, including, uh, I believe, 12 or, thir- 10, 12 or 13 Marines. Marines and sailor, actually one sailor, one soldier, and I think it was 10 or 11 Marines. It's, I've heard any number of people saying this is the angriest and saddest they've felt since 9-11. I'm going to perhaps be a bit contrary here and say in some ways this past week was worse because 9-11 wasn't a surprise per se. I mean, if you've been paying attention through the 90s, after the USS Cole, the Cobar Towers, the first World Trade Center bombing, the, the, the bombings of the American embassies in Dar es Salaam and Nairobi, uh, it was a natural progression to 9-11. And it was enemies doing, say what you will, enemies doing what enemies do. We were attacked kind of like Pearl Harbor or like the North Koreans crossing the 38th parallel. It was people who hated us doing what people hate us say they're going to do. Now, a surprise would have been, say, the U.K. hijacking planes and ramming them to the World Trade Center Tower. That would have been a big surprise. They didn't. This past two weeks, well, let's, the same motivation, I don't know, I, I, I don't want to delve into conspiracy land here. But instead of being attacked, having our nation beaten down and humiliated by people who hate us, something we expect, something that in journalistic terms is dog bites man. No, man, no, dog bites man. Dogs bite men. Men don't bite dogs. That's the news. So... The Taliban attacking us, not the Taliban, Al-Qaeda attacking us using Taliban territory in Afghanistan as their staging base. It's horrible. It was a national tragedy. It was atrocity. It was a casus belli. But it was what you expect someone who hates you and vows to attack you to do. 
But this past two weeks, the same motivation, and, and again, I don't want to get into conspiracies here, but the motivation was colossal incompetence on every level of our own government. Not just our, not just our president who is visibly suffering from dementia, and I say that as someone who's had to deal with way too much of that in his own family. I say that with all due compassion. But colossal incompetence and adulpatedness at every level of our government humiliating this country. Not hatred, stupidity. It's a basketball team that doesn't just shoot a three-pointer into its own basket, but where every member of the team is slamming dunks into their own bucket as the coach says, yep, that's the plan. Score 100 points for the other team, then we'll have them right where we want them. And the other team just sits and fits in some casual free throws when there isn't one of our own guys dangling from the rim like Shaquille O'Neal. They never say chalk up to malice what can be better explained by stupidity. They, they, that's a saying. I forget who said it, but it was ingenious. But if the Biden administration had planned from the very beginning to humiliate this nation more deeply than it has ever been humiliated, in a more concentrated form than it was humiliated in April of 1975. If they had planned it, I'm not saying they did. That's Glenn Beck's gig. If they had planned this, what would they have done differently? I ask you. I mean, maybe make a... (laughs) Maybe make Robin DiAngelo the chair of the Joint Chiefs of Staff and put, I don't know, Stephen Colbert in charge of Special Operations Command. Maybe that would have, uh, the few things they could have done on purpose to make this last two weeks more humiliating. I was, I was listening on the radio and watching on the television 20 years ago next month, watching our nation getting blindsided. That was bad enough. As a brand new single father with a couple of little kids, it was one of the most harrowing weeks of my life, and nobody was trying to kill me. Watching our nation humiliating itself, not just once, but over and over and over, like that's the plan? Like something any kid who ever played an Avalon Hill war game in the 70s and 80s knows not to do. Pull out your, your, your base with its clear fields of fire and its logistics to support uh, many times more troops than you need to, to carry out your evacuation. Abandon that first. No, you don't do that. Any dolt could tell you. Hold on to your big card until you absolutely need to throw it. Your big card is Bagram Air Base, an air base that once supported logistically and informationally and in terms of facilities, a deployment of hundreds of thousands, over 100,000 troops, has been supporting 2,500 troops for the last couple of years in a war that had gone as expensive as it was, had gone fairly cold. I mean, we hadn't had anyone killed in action for a year and a half, which means... A force of 2,500 troops plus 2,500 NATO troops was keeping the Taliban's head down, keeping them from getting all antsy and, 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 and cutting up, as the kids used to do, which is what you want in a situation like that, with enough barracks for tens of thousands of refugees to be processed at our leisure, with enough runways to support more... Th- with more than just one lousy runway on the edge of a city full of people that hates us. And and by the way, can is is there ready to be interrupted at the leisure of the enemies who, let's remember, want to humiliate us, prosper for humiliating us, not only on their own behalf, but on the behalf of their CHICOM benefactors who are chortling away. Oh, and let's not forget that ultimate symbol of the 1970s that's been piled into this last eight months and really this last two weeks. Because the Iranian hostage crisis of 40 years ago wrapped this nation up 
like nothing I've ever experienced, like nothing I ever hoped to experience. The thought that 53 of us are cooped up, blindfolded in basements halfway around the world, held by madmen, and there's nothing we can do about it? There's at least a thousand of of us over there right now. And there's no way to, not only is there no way to get at them, but the powers that be are actively thwarting those efforts. We'll talk about that with Michael Yone at the top of the hour. Up next, though, we got the folks from Speaking Proudly joining us again uh, as the deadline for entering comes up. We got some cool news. Stick around. And, and by the way, if you got any high school speakers, uh, women who speak in high school, get them around the radio. It's going to be fun. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. Black and gold, black and gold, black and gold, black and gold, black Learn how thousands of smart homeowners are investing about a dollar to avoid expensive home repair bills. John, a former non-customer, said, My air conditioner broke and I had to spend $1,900 to fix it. Jeff, a customer, wrote, My air conditioner broke and I got a new one at no out-of-pocket cost. Mary, a former non-customer, wrote, My heating's... Maybe it's both. Maybe it's whatever empowers a person to dig deeper, fight harder, and overcome obstacles that once seemed insurmountable. Discover how much stronger and more confident your children can be. Encourage them to participate in a sport when they go to high school. This message presented by the Minnesota State High School League and the Minnesota Interscholastic Activities Administrators Association. Welcome back to Cities and World, AM 12A, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network. Hey, this is so cool. Our very own Larry Elder is running for governor of California against the soon-to-be-recalled, potentially left, left-leaning Gavin Newsom. California gubernatorial recall election is coming up September 14th. That's coming up right around the corner here. Uh, Larry says, I'm running for governor because the decline of California isn't the fault of its people. Our streets aren't safe from rising violent crime or the disaster of rising homelessness. We got a state to save. As Larry takes a break to focus on the election, Carl Jackson, of course, is on the air every Saturday, uh, every weekday afternoon from five to eight. And Larry Elder, by the way, go to electelder.com if you want to help out. Larry has a real fighting chance of winning. You know how that is, because this past week, the lefty media called him 
the black face of white supremacy. So yeah, now he's getting under their skin. This could actually work here, out here, folks. And if he wins the recall, he will be the first governor of Al of California I will have ever closed down a bar with in the past. We'll talk about that more later, hopefully, uh, when we all get invited to the inauguration here. Anyway. Taking a moment off from the troubles of the world on this very busy week to talk about, hopefully, the salvation of the next generation, we got some of the folks from uh, from from uh, speaking proudly here, the uh, the biennial, semi-annual speech contest, no, biennial speech yeah. contest. Sherry Wallace joins us here. Sherry, uh, welcome back. We got yeah. some, uh, we're coming up on the deadline here, two Thanks. weeks out. Thanks, Mitch. We are. And we are very excited to remind people about Speaking Proudly, which happens October 23rd. But before that, we really are going to the state to say we want girls to apply for this speech contest. It is uh, on October 23rd at the state capitol. And it's an oratory competition. It's an eight minutes persuasive speech that these girls need to write and they need to put down their speech outline and send it in by the deadline, which is September 11th. Two weeks from today. Exactly. Yeah. So we really want for folks to think about who they know that's a high school girl who is on fire with speaking up for this country. The topic is a more perfect union rising to the challenge. And uh, we are very excited. We're looking for 25 high school girls. We'll... uh, take an analysis of the uh, applications that come in, choose 25, and are very excited. Um, I'm excited. I had so much fun judging the the speeches last time. It was just absolutely – I I expected to hear, okay, I mean, I I give speaker points. I was a speech teacher. I I do a little speaking. And so I I have some standards. And by golly, these girls, uh, the winners especially, the top – half kicked it so far out of the park i was just dumbfounded i didn't know they taught oratory in schools anymore some of these girls have some great teachers well and we found that a lot of the speech teachers were sharing this application form and really encouraging the girls to speak also the homeschooling oh yeah they're the ones that really stepped up to the challenge and thought this would be a great example this would be a great opportunity for my for my daughter Yep. to really pay attention to this. So it's 8th, 9th, 10th, and 11th grade uh, and 12th grade students yep. that are now, uh, well, actually, yeah, that are now in high school, and we are excited for them to um, to apply. Oh, yeah. No, this is this is going to be a lot of fun. And I, last year I had the, the top two, the winner and the runner-up, on the show a couple weeks after, and it was just amazing. I'm looking forward to doing that again this year. I hope we can yes. make sure we get that on the agenda. You bet. You bet. We'd like that them to have that experience. Yeah. But also, they're amazed that their speech can be on radio station oh, yeah. uh, with listeners that really understand to uh, pay attention to the Constitution and how this and the basics of this country. Absolutely. So you brought company. You brought you brought a friend with you. Introduce yourself to the audience, please. Yes, my name is Vicki Blyce, and I'm one of the members of the steering committee of Speaking Proudly. See how I handle that? I could not remember her name from the last interview, very but uh, good, we, we got good. right there. Anyway, yes. Vicki, great having you back here. And you've Thank got you. some you've got some news too. This has always been a great deal for for the for the the, the the girls who come out of the top, but it's just got even better. Well, first of all, the 25 girls who get to come to the Capitol are in, in our eyes, and to the people who come to hear them, they're all winners. Absolutely. But there are three that walk home (laughs) with some very nice scholarship money. And when we started planning this event, we set the scholarship amounts, and then we began fundraising. And you know what we're hearing from donors is that this is a wonderful event. As a result of that, we actually had to increase the amount of award money in the scholarships. So now... If you looked at any of our brochures, you would see the former price, the the former value of the scholarships. And now, first prize will receive two thousand dollars. Second cow. prize fifteen hundred, and third place will receive a gift of a thousand dollars. Wow! So that just speaks to the kind of support out there by people realizing the importance of what Speaking Proudly offers to these girls. 
you've gotten so much in the way of donations, you have to up your efforts to give it all away? Exactly. Holy cow, that's probably the, the, the least sympathetic problem I can imagine, but that's <laughs> awesome. That's amazing. Uh, so this is, this is a great deal. So, so uh, Sherry, Vicki, uh, deadline is coming up here, uh, and we want to make sure that anyone who knows someone who's a, a, young, high sc- a young woman in high school, uh, grades 8 through 12, Nine. Nine. Uh, sorry, Nine, nine through, through 12. 12. Okay. Sorry. I thought you my said mistake. Eight. I no, did no say eight. Okay. I did say eight. My mistake. Yeah, they can come and watch. Oh, but... I sure can. <laughs> Which means uh, people, the public can, and parents and the families can come and watch in the afternoon when the speeches are given. Right. The girls are giving their speech twice in the morning and then a third time uh, in a larger room. Yep. So this is at the state capitol. And the wonderful state capitol, it's a perfect setting for talking about the Constitution and how this country is founded. But we also uh, really see it as an exciting place to honor these young people at such an age to make a very powerful speech about the founding of this country. This is such an impressive event, and the turnout last time was was abs- I was dumbfounded, not only by the quality of the speech, but by the, by how many how many young ladies you had coming out, and uh, and and just it, if you if you know someone, and someone in your life is a is a girl from that age bracket who has a yen to get out and speak, uh, and speak about uh, again the subject this year is a more perfect union, perfect union rising right. to the challenge. All the basic information about what the judges are going to be looking at, what you, Mitch, are going to be looking at and scoring is on the website. So it's a very instructive website to help the girls who said, oh, I don't think I could do this. Yeah. And you can listen to the winners from last year on the website. And they'll say, oh, no, I can never do as, as good a job as they are doing. Well, you can. You can really rise to the challenge. And this is why we uh, we purposely put good instructions about how to give a good persuasive speech right on the website. And we want just girls to speak up. Yeah, it's it's a it's a wonderful event. And and by the way, it, it sounds like a busy day, and it, and it is. It's kind of a round robin. The, the girls go out in groups of, I believe, five, mm-hmm. and give two two rounds of speeches in the morning yes. in in front of just judges. Yes. And then the third round is the semifinals. It is. That's right. And where where we go from there? Well, then uh, we have all the girls gathered at the rotunda. And behind the scenes, they're calculating the scores, and they are looking at the top three scores. And one at a time, those uh, those individuals are announced. They give their speech, and then the second, and then the third. And then we wait for the judges' calculation. In All in all, 35 judges have been recruited to make uh, judgments about this. They're from all different backgrounds, all different uh, professional levels, and but they're people who understand good speaking basics. Yeah, uh, and there's uh, yeah, there's a lot of speech teachers. There's at least one radio guy, maybe a couple. Yep. Uh, yep. So yeah, we're, we're we're I'm I'm looking forward to this uh, the the whole event. This is going to be great. So uh, how the website? Where can people go to find out more? Speakingproudly.org. Speakingproudly.org. I will post that at shotinthedark.info for anyone who might be needing to uh, to follow up on this. Thank you. So this would be fantastic. So so uh, so this is an every other year event hopefully there won't be any more pandemic oh you timed it perfectly around the pandemic last year that worked out really nice had no idea but we did <laughs> and and it, it wouldn't happen without a lot of help so i have to assume that there's still got to be need for some volunteers some help uh, around the vicky so you're nodding your head vigorously here <laughs> um actually we we are in a situation like we were with our donors. We have people who are on standby as volunteers because this is a prized opportunity to volunteer. And so we will take volunteers, but at this point, we can't really promise any positions because most of our volunteer opportunities have been filled. We're, oh, really? Yep. You never hear that from people at these sorts of things these days. That's, that's, that's amazing, and that's awesome. And so you can get on the waiting list or maybe start working your way up the, the food chain for next uh, time two years from now. That's, uh, wow, you guys, too much money, too many volunteers. Uh, what, what, else do you, what else do you have so much of you, you, you need to give it away? Well, as things get worse and tragedies happen and yeah. are and people are embarrassed about what the state is, 
and what is happening in this country, they are wanting something good news. They're yeah. wanting hope. And we see these young women speaking up at that age, speaking up for America, is exactly what is going to give us all hope for the future. Absolutely. And these are times when not only do we need those voices of hope, but I have to think people with the right uh, moxie in their hearts want to be those people putting those messages of hope and actions that bring hope out there for people. And this is this is the, the timing could not be better. I have I, I, I have to think yeah. Yeah. you might need another one just before the next election. But we'll we'll talk about that after we get this event done. Uh, Sherry, uh, one more time. What's the website people can it go is to? Speaking dot org. And that is the name of the contest. Speaking proudly. It's held at the state capitol. Um, all day on October 23rd, we are looking for 25 high school girls to apply. Send in the application form before September 11th. That's the big we'll, one right there. We'll pay attention to the postmark, but so right after September 11th, we are going to look for that uh, postmarked date and start looking at looking through those resumes for the top uh, 25. Speakingproudly.org is the uh, is the place to go for all the information. If you've got someone in your life who who is uh, inclined to to take a shot at this, I mean, there's no downside. The, the prize money has been cranked up. Who knows? The donations keep coming. Maybe you have to ratchet it up another notch here, Vicky. Is that? The, I mean, you guys seem to be on fire these days. <laughs> well, if called upon to do so, we will do so. <laughs> Someone's got to do it. Sounds yeah. good. Uh, Vicky, uh, Sherry, yes, you got. One more thing you want to get to here, Sherry? We got time. Just Go that, ahead. That, that this is really an exciting project. Every year, every time we put this on, it takes us two years to organize, yeah. look at the theme, uh, get the message out, create the marketing uh, pieces for radio stations. We've been around the state really uh, spreading the word. But often, you know, we're looking at individuals that are not afraid to speak in front of a group not afraid to go to the state capitol and speak in front of large groups, but uh, to really have a patriotic theme. So we really want to encourage uh, young women to be uh, courageous yep. and speaking up. And this is the perfect time. This is oh, go ahead, Vicky. And just to your listeners out there, we extend an invitation for anyone to come to the state capitol to hear the final round. Yep. It's actually. I like to think of it almost as a ceremony. It begins at about 2.30. Okay. I, there will be some seating in the rotunda, or you can ring the, the, the area around the rotunda. When the girls start to speak, it's like you can hear a pin drop. It is a beautiful setting. Speaking in that rotunda is one of the most uh, unforgettable experience of any speaker's life. I've had, you've gotten to do it once or twice, and uh, it, you never forget it when you get to do it. Uh, Sherry and Vicki from uh, Speaking Proudly. Deadline coming up in two weeks. I've got the link at shotinthedark.info, shotinthedark.info, uh, speakingproudly.org. Pleasure to have you both here today. Thank Thanks, you so much. Mitch. Absolutely. And let's uh, let's stay in touch between now and the event. This is going to be fun. Uh, I'll make sure we give a shout-out here between now and the 11th as well here. Right. Get everyone under the door here. Thank you very much. Thank you so much. Thank when you. we come back, so much more. Go nowhere. We'll be right back. AM 1280, The Patriot. Salmon fishing in Alaska at an amusement park in Green Bay or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Epiphany Catholic School, a preschool through 8th grade school located in the northwest suburbs of the Twin Cities, is dedicated to cultivating virtue, fostering wonder, and expanding personal initiative in each child. At Epiphany Catholic School, we provide children with an authentic Catholic classical education. Our curriculum uses truths handed down through time and studied in great literature, world geography and history, Latin, written and spoken word, and Euclidean math. Our curriculum is immersed in Catholic content and expression and is taught by teachers who believe in Jesus Christ and the teachings of His Church. As witnesses, we work with families to build a community of faithful believers. This life-encompassing approach is powerful, life-changing, a real community with real families offering a real education. 
you will find a fruitful partnership in faith at Epiphany Catholic School. Visit us online at epiphanyschoolmn.org. Epiphany Catholic School, forming saints and citizens for this world and the next. Visit epiphanyschoolmn.org. The Patriot 20th Anniversary Gala arrives October 6th and is supported by Pro-Life Across America. Reserve your seats now for this exclusive evening with Dennis Prager and Charlie Kirk at am1280thepatriot.com. I appeal to you to fight. I fully recognize not everyone has a fighting nature, but everyone can help fighters. What's wrong is not to do either. If the troops have no supplies, the troops are worthless. This station is a fighter. So there's a very simple way for you to help this station, and that is just patronize their sponsors. Help us continue to keep the Twin Cities right by supporting the local businesses you hear on this station. I should have done it sooner. That's a comment heard often from satisfied patients at INeedMoreHair.com. Dennis Prager here. If you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss, go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what they're doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free and the results are amazing. You'll be under the care of some of the most experienced hair transplant specialists in the country. Their doctors have given patients from around the world, including notable Hollywood personnel personalities, a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. Their technique is so advanced that their results are guaranteed in writing and their prices are the best in the business. If you have hair loss, don't put this off another day. Contact INeedMoreHair.com at their office in Egan for your free consultation. Experience you can trust, prices you can afford. Today is the day to get a permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. I'm only happy when it rains. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, don't forget, uh, if you want to check out our uh, CRT Report Card podcast, uh, one of the most interesting events I've ever presided over in my radio career, going back to 1979, that's 22 years ago. Uh, it's out there on the, right now. Uh, it's it's out on the AM twelve A the Patriot podcast site. Go to AM twelve A the Patriot dot com. Click CRT. Uh, you can hear the whole two hour broadcast with a bunch of our favorite educational experts and political movers and shakers analyzing critical race theory, where it came from, what it is, and how it's impacting teachers and students in the classrooms everywhere. I'm proud of the station is proud of that show. I'm proud of it. Uh, I think everyone involved was happy to have been involved. I hope you can give it a listen. Go to am1280thepatriot.com. Click CRT. 651-289-4488. The number to call if you care to join us. Too much news today. I have all the, I've got two weeks worth of news to catch up on. Almost all of it bad. And... And and with us to help talk about this, by the way, coming up in about 10 minutes, we'll have Michael Yohn, who is, uh, for my money, the, the greatest war correspondent of his generation, our generation, any generation currently alive. And and I've said it before, I'll say it again, if, if the entire American media were composed of people with the integrity of Michael Yohn, our democracy would be thousand feet tall and bulletproof nothing could stop it it's the sort of institutions we need to have to have a representative democracy so we're in trouble <laughs> given our current state of institutions and government in this country something that we're all going to need to step up and fix pronto in this country looking back at this past week some of my people i know in my social circle who do uh, indulge themselves with conspiracy theories have come up with the, the the theory that I don't know, all sorts of that that Joe Biden is sitting basically a figurehead, a puppet of people uh, with with much less well people with some fairly uh, fairly dire aspirations, or that he's basically on the payroll of the Tricoms. And you know, after this last year, nothing's impossible. You would never think the United States government would. Have a ready fire aim moment like we've had this past two weeks. I mean, abandon your base and then try to pull out tens of thousands of allies and dependents. It, it, it sounds like something that the Babylon Bee would turn down as being too far fetched. And there's an old saying, I've said it before never ascribe to malice, which can be just 
things which can be just as easily chalked up to stupidity. Because it it's it's a maxim that obeys Occam's razor, the simplest possible uh, explanation for what's happened. I try to live up to that advice. But I swear, pinky swear, sometimes it is so very hard. The news came out this past week uh, that's been hammered on by talk show hosts all over the country. U.S. officials in Kabul gave the Taliban a list of names of American citizens and green card holders and Afghan allies to grant entry into the militant-controlled outer perimeter of the city's airport, a choice that's prompted outrage behind the scenes from lawmakers and military officials. Uh, The decision to provide specific names to the Taliban, which is a history of, you know, brutally murdering Afghans who collaborate with the United States and other coalition forces throughout this last 20 years and before, has angered lawmakers and and military officials. By the way, this is from Politico, hardly a fire-breathing conservative source. Uh, Quoting a defense official who spoke on condition of anonymity because, of course, they're working for idiots. Quote, basically, they just put all those Afghans on a kill list. It's just appalling and shocking and makes you feel unclean. And it kind of makes me think if they had a plan to make not only the wrong choice at every possible turn of this debacle, but to surgically home in on not just a bad choice, not just the wrong choice, but the worst possible choice to deal with every possible episode in this entire debacle for every circumstance available. What would the house planting chief be doing any differently? What would the gaggle of babbling hamsters whose only experience in running foreign policy is, I don't know, grad school poli-sci seminar sessions, what would they be doing different if they were trying to make every possible decision wrong? This, this is the sort of stuff that reads like it comes from bad TV fiction. Not as bad as the one that a friend of mine, a veteran, sent to me this past week. The commander of the 82nd Airborne Division on the scene at Kabul basically told our allies on the scene, the Germans, the Czechs, and most of all the British who have special forces and and the 2nd Battalion of the Parachute Regiment on the scene, told them, don't you be leaving the airport. You'll shoot your eye out or something basically that stupid. It made me humiliated to be an American. And I don't say that lightly, ladies and gentlemen. This has been a dire, wretched week in American history, maybe the worst. And we'll talk about all about that with that. With Michael Yohn coming up next, Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 12A, The Patriot. Go nowhere. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. He's pushing Lawson back, landing blows, Lawson returns. Out of your mind if you think this family can pick you up every time you fall. A struggling father must fight for what matters most. Dylan Wright came in this morning. He wants to fight you. With his faith against the ropes. This is your opportunity to get back on your feet. Witness this story of redemption. You gotta know who it is you're fighting for. That's the fight, Bo. I can't believe I'm saying it, that Bo Lawson can go 10 years without a competitive fight, and here he is going toe-to-toe with the world champion. No one expected this out of him. A Father's Fight, now streaming on Salem Now. Look for Salem Now in the App Store or at SalemNow.com. 
20% of the population has some degree of hearing loss. Encourage business owners and staff to keep the captions on their TVs turned on and accessible to all patrons. Captions also help children with reading and adults learning English as a second language. Not sure how to turn them on? Find the button with the two C's on the remote or go to the menu button. Paid for by the Minnesota Commission of the Deaf, Deafblind, and Hard of Hearing, the Minnesota Broadcasters Association, and this station. Tell me why Relief Factor is so successful in lowering or eliminating pain. I'm often asked that question. Pete and Seth Talbot, the father and son founders of Relief Factor, tell me they believe our bodies were designed to heal. That's right, designed to heal, and now I agree. The doctors who formulated Relief Factor for Pete and Seth selected the four best ingredients, 100% drug-free ingredients that each help your body deal with inflammation. That's correct. Each of the four ingredients deal with inflammation on a different metabolic path way that right there approaching your pain from four different angles may very well be why so many americans find such wonderful pain relief if you have back pain shoulder neck hip knee or foot pain from exercise or even just getting older you must order the three-week quick start now discount it to only 1995 to see if it will work for you too i think it could give your body what it needs to heal itself go to relieffactor.com call 800-500-8384 relieffactor.com Celebrating two decades on air. This-